A welcome to Lent, five days in. Five days as we've experienced the hardship of fasting on Ash Wednesday. Five days as we've experienced the hardship of giving up meat on last Friday. Five days as we've taken up these penances. This, this prayer, this fasting, this giving to the poor. But why? Why do we do it? It's, it's not easy. It often hurts. Why, why, why do we do Lent? Why do we go out into the desert? Like Jesus today. Well, we go out into the desert... Because, because Jesus did it. We who are disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, or who at least strive to be, well, remember what disciples do? We learn from the Master, we live like the Master, and we lead others to the Master. And so if the Master went out into the desert for 40 days, then that means that there's something about going out into the desert that we should do. But that doesn't actually answer the question. Why Lent? What does it do? Well, why did Jesus go out into the desert? He went out into the desert to conquer the devil. Or at least to begin to conquer the devil, which would be ultimately and finally accomplished on Good Friday when He in dying destroys death And when on Easter Sunday we proclaim, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Jesus goes out into the desert to begin His conquering of the devil. We come into Lent to engage in combat with the things that rob our life. Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 10, I have come that they, you and me, that they might have life and have it to the fullest. The Holy Spirit says through St. Paul in the letter to the Romans, one man's act of righteousness leads to acquittal and life. For all of us who receive His grace in the sacrament of baptism. For all of us who persevere in that grace. I want to live the fullness of life. And I presume that the reason that you're here this morning is to live the fullness of life. I presume that the reason that all of us who as far as we know are in a state of grace are going to come up to communion is because we want to receive the bread of life the body blood soul and divinity of Jesus Christ which gives us life but the reality is that you and I do things that lead to death you and I do things that prevent us from living the fullness of life Jesus says 
I want to give you everything. I've come to, to give to you my righteousness. I've come to save you. I've come to fill you with life. And we, from time to time, say, no. I, I think that the pleasures of a ribeye or of a cake are better than life. So I'm going to eat three ribeyes or a whole cake and be gluttonous. We say, no. I, I, don't, I, I don't have time to pray today. No, I, I, you know, I feel awkward like when I see a poor person or maybe I don't have anything to give them or, and, and, and I, I, I'm not going to even look at the poor person because, because I feel awkward and, and I'm not just going to even tell them hello and give them a smile even if I don't have anything physical to give them. I'm going to say no. We often choose things that lead not to life but to death. We often choose things that don't lead to the fullness of life, but lead to just getting by. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to just get by anymore. It, you know, I, honestly, like I live a really good life. I'm really happy with my life. The Lord has been very good to me and blesses me in abundance. I know that some of us in here say the same thing. Hey, I live a good life. Like, things are good. But man, there's something inside that says, there's got to be more. I want more. I need more. And I know, too, there are some of us in here who are in the midst of a lot of suffering. You say, huh, my life ain't, I'm going to say, my life feels pretty bad right now. Whether it is or it isn't, it feels pretty bad right now. There's got to be more. I, I need something more. And today at Mass, in this season in Lent, God offers to you and to me something more. And we've just got to say yes. We've just got to receive it. So why do we say no? Adam and Eve. You ever wonder? They had it made. What in the world caused them to sin? Why would they choose something other than what they had in paradise? Well, the Bible tells us. When Eve saw the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, she saw that it was good for food, that it was a delight to the eyes, and that it was desirable to make one wise. Because the tree was good for food, a delight to the eyes, and desirable to make one wise, she grasped of the tr- of fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. She ate of it. She gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate of it. And so Adam and Eve 
chose to be cast out of the garden. That's what paradise means, garden. They chose to be cast out of the garden and into the desert. And Jesus goes out into the desert to bring us back to the garden. But not just to the garden. To better than the garden. To the fullness of life with Him. To heaven, which begins now and is consummated at our particular judgment when we die and then at our at the general judgment when Jesus returns, so long as we have received the grace of baptism and so long as we persevere in a state of grace. Good for food, a delight to the eyes, and desirable to make one wise. Fast forward to the New Testament and St. John the Apostle in the first letter of John in the New Testament in the Bible, he puts it this way. He calls it the triple concupiscence or the triple lust. And he says there's three. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So if you want to know why you sin, it's one of those three. Lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes or the pride of life. Or to say it in a way that's easier to remember, pleasure, possessions, and power. All of our sins come from a disordered desire for pleasure or for possessions or for power. Good for food, pleasure, A delight to the eyes, desirable to make possessions. Good for food, pleasure, a delight to the eyes, possessions. Desirable to make one wise, power. And Jesus goes out into the desert and he conquers all three of those temptations. You're hungry. You've been fasting. So you should turn the stones into bread and eat it. Jesus says, no, I will not be a slave to the pleasures, in this case of food. But it's also the pleasures, uh, the sexual pleasures, lust, and the pleasures of just other things that distract us as sloth. Gluttony, sloth, lust, pleasure, to which we can be enslaved. So he says, look, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world if you just bow down and worship me. Possessions. Greed. More and more and more. Look, Jesus, you just throw yourself off from the temple. The angels will lift you up. Everybody knows that that's a psalm that's about the Messiah. You just jump off the temple and everybody's going to know you're the Messiah. Everybody's going to believe in you. And Jesus says, no. It's not about power. It's not about glory. It's not about honor for me. It's about humbly focusing on the Lord. Anger, 
pride, vainglory, results of our lust for power or glory or honor. And Jesus goes out into the desert to conquer all of the sources of our sin so that he can bring us back with him into the garden and better than the garden, into heaven, which we are meant to begin living even now. So why Lent? Why the desert? To conquer the devil? Why the desert? To conquer the triple lusts, pleasure, possessions, power. To conquer those things by which we say no to life. So that we might live life and life to the fullest. And here's the last thing. That's why we fast. If we struggle with attachment to pleasure, then we fast from food. They say, no, there's nothing wrong with eating a nothing wrong with eating a steak but I will not do it on Friday not because I can't eat a steak but because I don't want to be attached to pleasure this is very important if I can say no to something that I could legitimately have then it is much easier to say no to something that is not legitimate for me to have I'm going to say that again If I can say no to something that is legitimate for me to have, then it is much easier for me to say no to something that it is illegitimate for me to have. So by fasting with the grace of God, we conquer the lust of the flesh. We conquer this disordered attachment to pleasure. Lust of the eyes. We give stuff away. We give it to the poor. got more money than I need, so I'm going to give some away. I've got 7,000 t-shirts in my closet, some of which date back to 1980. I'm going to give some of those away. Or the 17 pairs of shoes. I'm going to give stuff away. Because I don't want to be attached to to the things of this world. I don't want to be attached to my car or my house or my clothes or my things that I have. Because like they say all the time, I can't take none of it with me. I want to be free. And we pray. Because honestly, like anytime I don't pray, I am subtly saying, God, I don't need you. Like when I don't pray, when you don't pray, when, when we fail to get down on our knees, when we don't have time to pray, we're saying, and I do this too, and I, I repent of it. God, I, I really don't need you. God, I'm all right. God, I, I, can, I, can, I can do this all myself. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I, I told you already that I have Lenten penances, some, some with prayer and some with fasting and some with almsgiving because it's good for us to, to, to do the three most of the time. 
And I'll tell you that with the almsgiving so far, five days in, I've, I've, I've done pretty well. With the fasting, I've done pretty well five days in. But with the prayer, I have totally failed. Well, almost totally. I'm at like 20%. Five days in. Fasting's fine. Almsgiving is fine right now. Thanks be to God. But immediately, from the beginning of Lent, I failed at the more prayer to which I had committed. Because that's the hardest one, at least for me. Because I don't like to admit that I am needy. I don't like to admit that I am vulnerable. I don't like to admit that, hey, I actually can't do this. But Lord, I need you. Lord, I need your help. And it is when we get down on our knees and we say, Lord, I need you. Lord, help me. Lord, be with me. That we conquer the lust of power. The pride of life. So, so welcome to Lent. Our theme or homily series or whatever this Lent is goes something like this. Lord, teach me how to pray. Lord, teach me how to live. And for the rest of Lent, we're going we're gonna to tell stories about people who encountered Jesus and whose lives were changed. And as we do, I invite you to remember the teaching that the Bible and the church give us on the first Sunday of Lent. That the whole reason that we're doing all this, the whole reason that we're going out into the desert is so that we can be with Jesus, so that He can lead us into the garden and into heaven. And the whole reason that we're praying, the whole reason that we're fasting, the whole reason that we're giving alms to the poor is so that we can conquer pleasure, possessions, and power with the grace of God, and so that having conquered, we can live the fullness of life.